0: Warning! The following podcast is a shit show, and the individuals you are about to meet are idiots. Their opinions, anecdotes, and advice contain zero nutritional value. This is the critical human condition and all of its strangeness. This is life. According to an idiot.
1: All right, here we are back with another mini Can you feel the mini? Can you feel that miniature energy? Yeah. That potent, miniature energy coursing my, through your veins?
0: My potent seed is trickling <laughs> into your ears. My seed being the wisdom I will <laughs> suppose <laughs> upon you right now. Why are
1: you snapping? <laughs> I'm
0: feeling <laughs> jazzy. Oh, man. Jazzy, baby. It's She's... Halloween time. Oh, hey, hey.
1: <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude.
0: Wow. Look at that. Wow. So <laughs> we don't do the banter of this one. That's we right. go straight into it.
1: We go straight into it.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to be talking <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're you're in a place right now. <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm being possessed slowly. So, I'm going to be talking about Salem and the Salem witch trials because I just visited Salem massachusetts whoa and i don't know i got the salem bug going on got that
1: salem bug
0: i feel like i am obligated in a way to talk about it because i visited it
1: and so here we are so here we are talking to you about it salem witchcraft witch trials
0: the salem witch trials occurred between the period of june 1692 and may of 1693
1: those were the days
0: those were the days. Uh, it's a period in American history where there was a series of investigations and convictions against people, mostly women. I say women. Yeah, as being witches and were hanged. There were like 200 accusations or something like that in the town of Salem, but it was like very small. So the fact that there were 200 accusations is kind of wild, especially during the 1600s where there were just not a lot of people. Yeah. And those are all, about. all
1: Puritans, right? Mm-hmm. Like really strict religious people. So if you're a witch, oh boy, we, oh, got, we right. got to beat that devil Adia, to right. death.
0: There's a lot of backstory on how this kind of happened and how we got like this hysteria coming around into Salem. So I'm going to start with that a little bit. So the witch hunts began in Europe, and that happened between the 1300s into the late 1800s. So it was kind of petering down around the 1600s. And the Salem witch trials were catching the tail end of that. Like it was just kind of winding down in Europe when it started coming about in America. Yeah, we
1: get all the Mm hand-me-downs.
0: So witches were thought to create deals with the devil And do bad deeds on his behalf, basically. Mm -hmm. If you were suspected to be a witch, they would do different trials. And typically, this included spectral evidence. What's that? Spectral evidence is where you have visions or you hear things which tell you who is guilty. Or if you have someone who is a witch and in their presence, you like convulse and do all these fucking crazy things. yeah, it's thought to be because of the evil of this person. and so that's like spectral evidence. right. Also hearsay was used a lot during these trials. If you People, just
1: rumors being like, I rumors. heard that Debbie knows the devil, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> and know? And also, like, if you just didn't wear the right clothing. And this yeah. was, like, a Puritan town. So, like, if you didn't go to church every day, then oh God, you were already it, wh- look suspicious. Look at her
1: three-quarter sleeve shirt. Exactly. That's so out of fashion.
0: One woman was, like, accused because she wore black well, she God just she wore a lot of black. Was there any
1: other color back then?
0: right for she, the Puritans. I know she wore a lot of black, and then she didn't go to church as much as other people. Oh, okay, and she, well. she she like criticized the church.
1: Hold on, what?
0: So, witch.
1: Yep. Of course, if you wore white, they'd be like you slut mm-hmm. wearing white.
0: So witches were believed to employ demons to do all these like magical things, and they had familiars, and a lot of this you're probably already familiar with. But a fun little uh idea i guess is that they did so many orgies like yeah. so many orgies which is that is real
1: or great. not real like is that canon these people who are witches did they actually have orgies or was that just a made-up thing
0: it could be both because okay. i feel like witches in general whether they had magic powers or not or if it was more of a political stance against yeah. religion organized religion they rebelled against the principles of the church and yeah, very punk rock. Kind of punk rock. Yeah, exactly. And if they did orgies, I wouldn't be surprised because mm-hmm. like monogamy was the big thing and right. you know, a big middle finger to that is I'm going to fuck as many people as I can.
1: That's right. Actual like wiccan beliefs stem from like pagan beliefs. So mm-hmm. like if you're having an orgy in the forest, it could be a way to worship a nature spirit. Right. You know. Yeah. Celebrate the harvest by getting it on.
0: Getting it on. Take
1: off those buckled loafers, ma'am.
0: Mm. We're about <laughs> to have
1: a fucking orgy.
0: Hell yeah. A
1: dirty puritanical orgy.
0: Oh god, that sounds so hot.
1: Nobody's bathed. No. Nope. <laughs> oh boy.
0: You brought the bible with you. Oh god. Reading passages as you get your your asshole railed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> by the devil himself. By the
0: devil himself. <laughs> he when he's like a goat the whole time.
1: You think a goat winnings?
0: (laughs) What would you call that? A goat bleats. What? Bleats. Bleats? Yeah. Give me your best goat impression right now. (laughs) Oh, God. I (laughs) I hated that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't like that one. You just sound like your dad. (laughs) You sound like your dad walking through the house.
1: Don't talk about (laughs) my father like that. (laughs) My father is a man that just makes guttural noises. (laughs) I watched him he, I watched him eating cottage cheese the other day and he actually went <laughs> <laughs> like, like he like had to like stop to take a proper breath.
0: Oh, God. Your father is A goat. A g <laughs> he's such a trip. I love him. <laughs> um so anyways, back to Salem. <laughs> so to give you some backstory on the tensions that were rising oh, in please. the town.
1: Please, I crave it.
0: <laughs> William and Mary, who were the monarchs in Britain at the time, decided to declare war against France within the American colony. So that meant there was a lot of fighting and also a lot of refugees. Mm. So a lot of these refugees ended up being displaced to Salem, which put a lot of strain on the resources and the trading. Yeah, That kind of fueled the rivalries already there because there was so much money there like it was a very successful trading port at the time so there were two main families that were the source of a lot of rivalry and it's actually strange because a lot of people in the town picked either side and there would be fist fights depending on which side you were on badass (laughs) like which family you decided to side with
1: like the Hatfield and McCoys
0: Mm mm-hmm so there were the porters, who were the wealthy merchants, and the Putnams, who were more of like the less prosperous farm type families. Yeah, they kind of stood for the little guy, and the porters were like standing for the wealthy people. Yeah, I'm so- te-
1: I'm team Putnam, as in putting them fists up ooh, ooh. to beat the shit out yeah. of the porters. The porters are sluts.
0: Mm, love that. So there were, like, a lot of fights over property, money, and litigations between the two families. And then everybody else in the town just kind of, like, decided to join in on this giant feud.
1: Yeah. They're just looking for a brawl. Yeah, they're looking they're, for a brawl. They are bored.
0: They're so bored. They're Puritan.
1: Yeah, they just had to eat bread all day.
0: So in 1689, through the influence of the Putnam's, Samuel Paris, who was a merchant from Boston, became the pastor of the village church. So he was very... rigid and just like greedy Mm -hmm. and had a lot of disagreements with the villagers like nobody really loved him all that much with him when he came to Salem he brought his wife his three children a niece and two slaves there was a man named John Indian and a woman named Tituba So Tituba was from the Caribbean. There's like some disagreements on exactly where she came from, but she used to tell a lot of voodoo stories to the children to kind of like entertain them and whatever. She's a
1: character in the play The Crucible. Hmm. Arthur Miller wrote the play based in Salem. Mm -hmm. And I guess he used that character in the play Tichuba, She was from Barbados, I think.
0: Yeah, Barbados.
1: She talked in a very... (laughs) Problematic broken English, her character said a bunch of stuff about voodoo and witchcraft.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was believed to tell the kids all about voodoo and witchcraft and like spiritual ghost story type things. And Paris's daughter, Betty, age nine, and his niece, Abigail, age 11, and their friend Ann Putnam, 12, began indulging in fortune telling. So they were actually Uh-oh. caught playing in the woods with a mirror and an egg, which was a type of divination technique where you would, like, crack an egg over a mirror, and, like, depending on where the yolk and stuff went, you could tell the future.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's a game where you crack an egg in a mirror and try to develop a personality. (laughs) I'm
0: quirky. (laughs) So you can imagine in this like very religious, you can't show your ankles, you can't show your wrists, Puritan type town. Yeah. If you're caught in the woods laughing and dancing, cracking eggs on mirrors, you're gonna you're gonna cause a ruckus. I
1: think today that is still the case with the egg in the mirror. Mm-hmm. If you catch somebody cracking an egg on the mirror and having fun, you're be like, and be what like, the fuck? Maybe we should take you someplace.
0: Maybe we should take you somewhere. You can get help. So in January of 1692, the girls started having increasingly strange behavior. They started going into fits as they were called. They would scream, make really odd sounds, they would throw things, and they would contort their bodies in like very strange and like painful-looking ways.
1: Sounds like a perfectly normal woman.
0: Yeah. And complained of biting and pinching sensations all over their body. So they tried to find reasons why they were experiencing all of these things, right? Nobody had any good explanation. So the doctor chalked it up to supernatural forces, right? Yeah. Now, there's actually a study in the 1970s that found it might have been from a fungus.
1: Yeah, like the rye bread, right? Or the rye yeah. fields.
0: Mm-hmm. Ergot, I think is how you yes. say it. Yep. Uh, Yeah, it can elicit vomiting, choking, fits, hallucinations, and a sense of something crawling on one's skin.
1: It's like uh, hallucinogenic.
0: Yeah, it's a hallucinogenic that's found in rye, wheat, and like cereals. Lucky charms. These fits started affecting the other girls in the village too. So it started with Paris's daughter and niece and friends and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of the other girls in the village started having all of these fits too. And to get an answer for it, the magistrate started probing the girls like, what the fuck is going on?
1: Back then, it just, you grab the woman by the shoulders and you shake them violently and say, What's going on?
0: A neighbor actually suggested a witch cake to Tichuba to give to the girls to help them. And it's basically a cake made of urine of the victims. And Mm. it was to like try and get the supernatural out of the girls and like get the illness away. And it didn't do anything, but it outraged the reverend. Mm -hmm. And he saw it as like a blasphemous act. So he had like this huge grudge against Tichuba after that.
1: That's disgusting. Yeah. A urine cake.
0: Yeah. Applebee's has a great urine cake. So the girls were getting probed a lot on what the fuck was wrong with them. And they ended up naming three women to be the cause of their fits. And it was Tichiba, Sarah Good, who was a beggar, and Sarah Osborne, who is an elderly poor woman, basically. Mm-hmm. And she was like the gossip of the town because she had sex with a servant.
1: Gross. Gross. Ew. What the <laughs> fuck?
0: So they arrested these women and through, like, several days were questioning them. And they all said that they were innocent, right? And Tichiba also claimed to be blameless. But after being questioned for so long, she eventually just kind of, like, gave in and, like, told them what they wanted to yeah, hear, apparently. The,
1: like the old interrogation tactic.
0: So she claimed that she had been visited by the devil and made a deal with him.
1: You probably could have come up with, like, a less damning story
0: (laughs) yeah right so she said she was visited by the devil and made a deal with him she described encounters with satan's animal familiars and with a tall dark man from boston who had called upon her to sign the devil's book in which she saw the names of good and osborne along with seven others she could not read which just kind of like an asshole thing to do, to throw those women in there with it. You could have just sank with the shit, but I guess she just wanted to cause chaos, which I also understand.
1: Also, I don't believe that either of those women knew how to write their name. Probably not. <laughs> <So> Probably not. <laughs> that's the first thing right there. The mm-hmm. lady who fucks the servant is like, I can't even I don't even know what letters look like.
0: So they took this like confession and they threw them all in jail and hysteria just like went through the fucking roof. Other girls and women began experiencing fits. Among them was Anne Putnam, mm-hmm. her mom, her cousin, a bunch of other people. A lot of the Putnams in general were having these fits of hysteria now. And coincidentally, they started identifying their rivals and enemies as witches, huh. which is like very, very convenient. Yeah. One of the main ones was Rebecca Nurse. She was like an older woman and she was like a very prominent member of the church mm-hmm. so this kind of struck fear into everybody as like oh if this upstanding woman oh, of yeah, the yeah. church could be accused then like none of us are safe
1: double agent mm-hmm. they're infiltrating the church so, also if you were an old woman like your chances doubled like if you made it past 40 there's like an 80 percent chance someone was like you're a witch aren't you <laughs> i don't want to have sex with you you must be a witch
0: right So there were a lot of informal hearings on, like, the accused people of being a witch, whatever. The governor of Massachusetts, uh, William Phibbs— Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, decided to make a special court to handle these accusations and trials. So it was called the Official Court of Oyer and Terminier in Salem. The witches were forced to defend themselves without lawyers or people to help them, basically— So this is where spectral evidence really came into play. And while they were in trial, other people were there, like the jury. And that's where they could start flailing around like, oh, my God, this must be a witch because I'm like having all these reactions and whatever. And oh, my God, I'm hearing from God that he's telling me she's a witch and, you know, shit like that. Yeah, yeah,
1: Bunch of malarkey.
0: Yeah, just a bunch of malarkey. But
1: back then, malarkey was like a smoking gun.
0: (laughs) Uh, Like coincidentally... If you did confess and you named other witches, then you would be spared because it was like the Puritan belief that if you confessed, then you would receive your punishment from God. Mm, yeah. But if you claimed innocence, then you were considered to be guilty <laughs> and like a martyr. So they would yeah. hang Th- that you. That
1: explains why it spread too. Because like, I'm sure once you confess, they're going to be like, okay, we'll tell us some of the other witches. And nobody- they're Just throwing people under the bus.
0: Exactly. And nobody really wanted to speak up about it because if you did, then you were seen to be a witch. And um, a few people did that, actually. A few people tried to speak up about it and they were accused and then they were hanged. On June 2nd, Bridget Bishop, who was accused and found innocent of witchery like a dozen years before that, she was like one of the first people accused this time around of being a witch. And she was found guilty and she was the first person to be hanged on Gallows Hill, which is where everybody ended up being hanged. So they had, I think it was like five, five people were hanged in July Five in August and 8 in September. That's more than one a week, if you think about it that way. Through a three-month period, 19 people were hanged. There was a man by the name of Giles who was pressed to death, and he was pressed to death because they were trying to get him to plead guilty or innocent to witchcraft, and he refused to do either. So they pressed him over the period of two days, and his... And that's just
1: putting a board on top of somebody and just stacking rocks in that board. Mm-hmm. I think we talk we talked about yeah, this like, specifically in a past episode yeah, about for Gauss like a glory. little bit, yeah, yeah, very briefly. But yeah, there's actually a curse that we talk about.
0: Mm-hmm. And his last words famously were "more weight." So that's stubborn, amazing. Another man, George Burroughs, who had served as a minister in the village for some time, was accused of being the witch's ringleader. While he was standing on the gallows, he recited the Lord's Prayer perfectly, something that no witch was thought to be capable of doing, and it raised a lot of doubts on his guilty verdict and started a lot of thoughts on if this was actually working or not, and it started a few, like, protests about it.
1: He literally can't be a witch. Did you hear that? He just said the whole thing. The whole thing? Yeah, man. Wow. (laughs) He can't be a witch. He literally cannot be a witch.
0: (laughs) So Mather, what's his first name? I don't know. There's this fucker named Mather. Um, Mather was one of the judges for the trials, and he was a big guy that, like, put down the protests and was, like, very adamant that they were working. His dad was the president of Harvard, and he actually started to question the use of spectral evidence and said that it wasn't accurate and we shouldn't be using it anymore. And they decided to stop using spectral evidence in the court. And they actually stopped it altogether when Governor Fibs' wife started being accused of witchcraft.
1: Governor is like, hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: Yeah, he's like, no, 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 uh, no. Um, I don't know about this anymore. Um, the guy, the Harvard guy, said yeah, he's
1: from Harvard. You ever seen Harvard? He A lot said, of bricks no. in Harvard. Made of a lot of bricks. You see any bricks here? Nope, just timber.
0: Yeah, so he eventually made a new court, which ran for like a couple months and 56 people were accused, but only three were convicted. Okay. But they were not allowed to use spectral evidence. So only three people were found to be guilty by one way or another. That's the main history of Salem. 19 people were hanged. Another five died in custody, and Giles Corey was pressed to death. So Crushed. They smushed him.
1: Cause of death, smushed.
0: Yeah, so once they weren't allowed to use spectral evidence anymore, the kind once, of-
1: Once they weren't allowed to use bullshit.
0: And 56 people were accused. So, like, they were still, like-
1: Still a ton of people. Still a
0: ton of people, and, like, the hysterics still continued for a while. But they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Maybe we should think about this. And then it just kind of, like, slowly kind of petered out. I know and after, afterwards
1: year. it was looked on with a lot of shame, a lot yeah. of embarrassment.
0: Yeah, the families actually ended up being compensated for it, the people oh, cool. who ended Good. up dying, yeah. because there's so much
1: bullshit with it. Bullshit that got it. them killed.
0: Right, because you have to think, like, this all happened within the period of about three months.
1: Yeah, which is crazy.
0: That you can listen to somebody convulsing near them. They must yeah. be a witch.
1: Jimmy's having another seizure. You know, Charles is pretty nearby. Mm-hmm. Better kill them. <laughs> <Probably> <laughs> but it all evil. started
0: with some girls dancing around in the forest, does, cracking eggs does, on a know? mirror.
1: It's like Beatlemania.
0: Yeah, so Beatlemania
1: was the same way. It drove girls wild, and they killed a lot of people for it. That's true. At least forty-seven men were hung for were hung. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all uh, the Be- all
1: the Beatles were hung. That's for sure. All the
0: Beatles were hung.
1: No, oh, yeah, a lot of history in Salem, and just on mm-hmm. the east coast of these United States. Mm-hmm. Um, While well, we're talking about witches, I thought yeah. I would talk a little bit about modern day witchcraft or uh, the actual religion known as Wicca. Oh, wow. So this information I got here was from an article from LiveScience.com called What's Witchcraft? Six Misconceptions About Wiccans by Remy Molina.
0: Mm, I like that.
1: So I'm going to go through some basic facts about witchcraft and misconceptions about it. Yeah. Um. So just really quickly, modern witches typically practice or follow the Wiccan religion. Wicca was actually recognized as a legitimate religion by the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit in 1986. And here's a little story about it. So the case is called... Detmer v. Landon, and the plaintiff, a Virginia prisoner named Herbert Daniel Detmer, was denied access to ritual objects he had requested in order to practice his preferred religious worship. That religion was Wicca. Hmm. Religious beliefs and an individual's right to practice a religion are protected by the First Amendment, so Detmer sued the director of the Virginia Department of Corrections, Robert Landon, hence Detmer v. Landon, Um, And after a district court decided in Detmer's favor, the decision was appealed to the Court of Appeals. The judge there confirmed that Wicca was indeed a religion. The Virginia Department of Corrections decision to prohibit Detmer from possessing the requested ritual objects did not, however, discriminate against Detmer, mainly because his beliefs were, quote unquote, unconventional. Mm -hmm. Which sounds like, you know pretty cruel until you realize what ritual objects did herbert detmer require to practice his wicked rituals several varieties of knife oh. so like okay i get why you didn't want to do that
0: right 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 can
1: i have seven knives it's for my religion mm-hmm. i don't know,
0: I don't know i'm a bit that.
1: suspicious prisoner mm-hmm. so here's some misconceptions let's squash this beef huh Yeah, hit me. Uh, Wiccans, or witches, if you want, are not evil inherently. Uh, The -hmm. negative connotations surrounding witchcraft, or even just like the word witch, has influenced actual witches to go by Wiccans instead. Wicca condemns the use of negative or harmful magic, and this is sort of affirmed through the Wiccan ethical guideline known as the Threefold Law, which states that whatever a person wishes upon someone else returns to them three times over. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is why I wish that my enemy had a large penis. (laughs) Wicca is not an ancient religion, although it borrows from ancient paganism and nature spirituality. Uh, Wicca was founded, actually, I thought that was crazy, by anthropologist Gerald Gardner in the 1950s.
0: Oh, Wow, yeah. Yeah, that interesting. Weird? I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. Key elements of the faith include folk traditions and Western European pagan rites, such as reverence of nature, observance of the cycle of seasons, harvest celebration, and just general practice of magic. So like when you think of those people dancing out in the woods, doing mm-hmm. all kinds of whatever, they could have been, you know, observing the cycle of seasons by grinding up. On each other's naked bodies. Ooh. So Wiccans also do not worship Satan or sacrifice animals. Witchcraft is commonly and mistakenly associated with Satanism for whatever reason. The Devil is in fact a Christian concept, as is Hell, and therefore not part of Wiccan belief. Wiccan aligns more closely with uh, actually Hindu practice, yeah, and like as Buddhism. it is. Yeah, because it's it's. Um, it's again, more about energy. It's more about the practice of it, and it's polytheistic.
0: It's polytheistic or it's um, you don't believe in any God.
1: Right. Yeah. Because there's also a bunch of different like branches. yeah Yeah. Branches a of, lot of, of Wicca.
0: The thing about Wicca is that it's totally up to your own interpretation of yeah. the practice. And it's more focused on intention. Mm-hmm. So that can be towards a God or it can be towards yourself.
1: Right. And as for sacrifices... Wicca is nature-based and teaches followers to respect all living things, and so while Wiccans do make offerings to specific deities, it's usually in the form of food, like bread or fruit, Mm -hmm. even like, you know, wine. Lastly, Wiccans do not have a Bible, a book of worship. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wiccans do, however, often keep their own personal magic diaries in the form of like a reference journal. Mm-hmm. And inside, a Wiccan can make a record of info they find useful in their practices, often compiled over a lifetime and filled with spells, ritual instructions, you know, mm-hmm. prayers, herbal remedies, whatever. And these are commonly referred to as Book of Shadows.
0: Right, or they're the Black Book.
1: Or their Black Book. And I thought this was just like a fun little fact. Very inclusive. The New Jersey Department of Education recognizes eight Wiccan holidays and excuses Wiccan children from attending school on said holidays. Yeah, sweet.
0: I love that. Yeah.
1: I mean, I learned a lot from that uh, cuz I think it's really easy especially in western culture to like really not know what a what what's Wigan. the deal with witches? Yeah. And I think that just about wraps up this mini sode about Salem and witchcraft and all that kind of spooky spooky, fu- spooky funky murp, murp, murp. That noise. Yep.
0: Yeah. For <laughs> Halloween. So, I hope all of y'all are having a happy Halloween, a good spooky season. And if you liked this episode or if you have topics you would like us to discuss or if you want to give us general feedback, you can email us at accordingtoanidiot@gmail.com. We also have a Facebook and an Instagram at According to an Idiot and a Twitter account at Idiots Accord. Um, if you really want to get us jazzed up, you can leave us a review on iTunes and that would be really a cool thing for you to do if you felt like it. <laughs> yeah. And if it entices you at all, I will read it on our full-length episode. So keep that in mind if that tickles your plum.
1: Go <laughs> uh, yeah, among other things.
0: Among other things.
1: Thank you so much for listening.
0: Thank you for listening.
1: I will see you in time.
0: Love you.